What's up, my friend? Welcome back to the Launch Into Freedom podcast. This is episode number 25 of the show for health and wellness experts who want to know how to create attention for their business and lasting freedom in the process. My name is Michael Hoffman. And today, before we jump into the interview, I want to give you a little bit of context as of why I brought on Ryan Bowles, my interview guest for today's episode, onto the show. Now, as a health and wellness expert, most of the times we struggle with getting leads onto our list, getting people to sign up for our programs and courses. But a very important aspect of our business as well is to have a Facebook group to build a community of your audience members, because Facebook groups are one of the easiest ways to actually get people together to get them communicate with each other, to get them engaged, and to build a connection with them on a more intimate level, because you can go live in there, you can share content, people can share their opinion, and you're just much closer to your dream clients than you can ever be with your email list or with Facebook ads or with YouTube videos. You can actually have an interaction with them in your group. And I am pretty sure if you are a health and wellness coach, you probably have had a Facebook group in the past or you have one right now. And the biggest issue there is to actually grow them, engage them, but then also using the group to actually make a profit, right? Like what's the point of building that community if in the end it's just a consumption of your time, right? Of your time and effort and you put all the yeah effort and, and resources into this group and in the end, nothing comes around. That's one of the major problems that I see with my clients, with my students who have Facebook groups that they have a group, they have a lot of people in there, but they can't seem to engage them and they can't seem to make them take the next step. Ryan is one of the experts out there when it comes to helping coaches, course creators and consultants to grow profitable Facebook groups. He is the expert in helping entrepreneurs making five, six, and even seven figures directly from their Facebook groups. And I know we talk a lot about getting attention here on this podcast, how to run Facebook ads, how to get your messaging right. But it doesn't stop there. Once they are in your group, you have to get them to a point, you have to nurture them to build that connection and to make them take the next step. And that's where Ryan and his wife Kaylee come in. They both run their business, the Profitable Group Academy, and their mission is to get 150 coaches and course creators to build highly profitable Facebook groups in 2021. So I was super excited to finally chat with Ryan. We wanted to set that up for a while, and I hope you get a lot of value out of this interview as well. And if you do so, can you please do me a favor after the episode is done? head over to Apple Podcast and hit the subscribe or the follow button, depending on which iOS version you're on. And make sure to follow the Launch Into Freedom podcast because we release new episodes every Tuesday and every Thursday. And you're not going to miss any of them once you follow the podcast. And while you're there, and if you enjoyed this episode or episodes in the past, make sure to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts because this just helps us to reach more people, to provide more value to more health and wellness experts out there so they can also listen to all the goods that our experts like Ryan can provide for them in the future. So let's roll the theme song and then let's jump right into the interview with Ryan Bowles. 
You sometimes wonder how other experts online always almost effortlessly create six-figure launches, although you have way more knowledge, expertise, and grid, and all you hear on your launch day is crickets? In today's fast-paced society, outdated strategies like launch and day will buy don't really work anymore. Attention is the ultimate instrument of power and leverage online. More often than not, it's not the most talented or the hardest worker who stands out. It's the loudest, the one who can create the most attention who wins the game online. We are the agents of change who learned the proven pre-launch strategies used by the biggest companies in the world to build deep connections and create lasting freedom for ourselves and our audiences. My name is Michael Hoffman and you're listening to Launch Into Freedom. Welcome back, everybody, to the Launch Into Freedom podcast. I'm Michael Hoffman, and with me today is Ryan Bolts. Ryan is an expert marketer when it comes to Facebook groups. And before we get started and we get into your story and everything, Ryan, why should every online entrepreneur have a Facebook group? Dude, Michael, appreciate you having me on the show. First of all, I just want to say I can't believe it's sunny and 7 p.m. over where you are, and it's 8 a.m. where I am and sunny. So it's just a weird concept. Uh, but in regards to Facebook groups, dude, totally. Everyone that uh, is in the online coaching space that I hang out with, I recommend a Facebook group because it's the best place to build true rapport with your ideal customers. That's it. Short and simple. Nice. So sometimes, sometimes you don't need more. Um, so tell me a little bit, how did you become like one, almost like one of the most influential like Facebook group marketers out there? Dude, it's, it's the weirdest thing to be known for. I'd run numerous different businesses prior and my first online coaching business uh, was helping creatives in the freelance space. I'd previously been one of those myself and knew of the struggles of gaining clients, raising prices, building a following, et cetera, et cetera. And so I jumped out of working in that industry to then coach that industry. And so that was my first online course and I'd grown a substantial following on Instagram. Uh, and that's how I was selling my program at the time, right? So I've been online since like MSN in 98, 99, then to MySpace, then, you know, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, like done all of the things. And so Instagram was where I was hanging out most of the time with that business that I was running. I drive people to webinars from Instagram. I JV with other different influencers or people with followings. And it was good. We were able to move, you know, move people to action. We were able to sign people into our program, which is fantastic and impacts a lot of people. Then I came across Facebook groups and I can't even remember if it was recommended to me or if someone just mentioned that they had one. And so I kicked off my own group and started migrating people across from my following and from joint ventures, from other creators, followings, et cetera, into the Facebook group. And we did grow a crazy, massive group. I grew it to maybe a thousand people. And like, that's not a lot of people, right? When you think about it, but when it's your ideal people, you know, you can do amazing things. And so just naturally, I started to work out the ins and outs of the group as to how do I get people to take action uh, rather than just somewhere that they can come and learn everything under the sun, walk away and probably do nothing with. How do we actually move them to action, uh, jump into our program? And so we, we grew that, that group to about a thousand. We did uh, six figures from the group in sales. And by that stage, I'd sort of outgrown the audience that I was serving and I wanted to change. So I wanted to work with like just true raw entrepreneurs at heart. 
So people that understood business, people that had a mindset for growth, they had a hunger for the game. And so I wasn't getting that satisfaction necessarily within the audience in the creative space. So I decided to jump ship, switch niche and completely change things up. And overnight said, I need to find a new purpose in serving entrepreneurs. And I wasn't sure what that was. So I started to do a bunch of research. I went to a a ton of different events in the US, here in Australia, just asking and questioning entrepreneurs. And I started to find that I loved hanging out in the coaching space. And I just wanted to find out what was a common problem that I could help solve. I started to realize that I had some element of skill to sell within my own Facebook group. And so I started just to ask coaches and entrepreneurs, you know, how are you going with your group? What sort of things have you seen in terms of results? What are you struggling with? And I started to realize a common thread that a lot of people had groups, but weren't getting results from their groups. They were really just using and abusing them. And so I decided, hey, this could be an idea. So I kicked off my own. This was back early 2019. So a couple of years ago now, or late 2018, should I say, and started to fill up that group and started to find what were the, the common problems, what were the key touch points and built a you know initial offering around that and launched that in coming on two years now. So May, 2019, June, 2019. And so from there, We've released version one, version two, you know, one-on-one service, group coaching. We've done sort of everything in between. And uh, that's where we're sitting currently. Awesome. That's, that's quite the journey from, from being your own, own business owner, becoming someone who actually teaches other coaches how to actually get to five, six, seven figures with their Facebook group. Um, I read somewhere, I think, on one of your websites that you build profitable Facebook groups. Like the keyword here is profitable. Because I think a problem that I see, especially for health and wellness coaches, is they have their Facebook groups. Um, they have sometimes multiple thousand people in there. But for them, it's just another channel of providing free content. They invest time. They sometimes invest money to just be there. And it doesn't necessarily lead to a lot of sales. So, And as I mentioned, you on the other side actually help business owners to get sales and get clients from their Facebook group. So what's the secret? What is the difference between the general Facebook group moderator admin and the ones that make actually seven figures from their group? Dude, great question. And we were literally just talking about this and the essence of that question on our coaching call last night uh, on Zoom with our clients and going like, hey, we need just to get back to basics here. And I guess what I see based on the, the people you've just mentioned that aren't profitable in their groups is that they are just using it as a content channel. They will, you know, blast their videos in there. They will put their posts in there, et cetera, et cetera. But the relationship barrier is well and truly high. You know, the wall between their audience and themselves, they've kept high. And so the secret, the secret source is that key, that word I used in the beginning, it's to build rapport. And so if you've got a Facebook group with 100, 200 people, depending on what you offer, and how that works, you should easily have a profitable group from that. One of our clients, John Swanson, he started with us like six months ago. It always blows my mind. And I use it as a a case study because his group is not much more than 200 people. And uh, he helps people in the coaching space. And he has done $5 million in sales in six months from a group of about 200, maybe 300 people. Not sure if if it's ticked up any further than that right now. And I use that example 
to remind our members, but also people on your podcast that you don't need numbers to have a large business or a highly profitable business. There's no critical mass where, okay, if I have a thousand members, my group should be doing a hundred thousand dollars, for example. There's no equation there. So the key is, and what John has learned how to do and really focused on is treating every single person with a high sense of value. Every person that comes into his group, he doesn't overlook them. He knows how to connect with them. He knows how to build conversation and find out what their problems are. He knows then how to invite them onto a call and dive deeper into what's going on within their world. And if they're the right fit, make an offer to them. That is the process and that's the secret. The nuances in between that is human communication. It's touch points. It's how do we not gloss over you know, 10 people coming into our group that our numbers are up and it's a vanity metric that we feel great about, but each person is having a connection, a touch point, and we're helping them move to the next stage within our business or within our ecosystem. That's really the secret. I love that because that's also something that, that we teach in, in terms of, of Facebook advertising and Instagram advertising, that it's not so much about like what you say, but it's about how you say it and how you connect with, with the person you talk to. And I think in a Facebook group where it's like more of an intimate environment, I think that's even even more important. And you said something that the relationship barrier just stays high. I feel like we have this massive misconception where we think, okay, if someone is in my Facebook group, that already means that they trust me more than, than if they would just see me on social media. But I think that they still just think of you as an influencer or, or someone on social media. They don't have this no like and trust factor. Exactly. 100% agree. It's very different to having followers on Instagram versus group members. You know, you still want to treat your followers with a high sense of value and respect for sure, but it's just two different platforms with two different sets of social standards and rules. And, you know, people come to groups for conversation, for community and for connection. They're three things that they will come in there for. And if they come in there and just get blasted with a newsletter and pieces of content over and over and over, and there's no conversation, there's no connection, no community, they switch off. And most group owners will have the sense that they've got people in their group that aren't talking, that aren't engaging, that aren't responding. And that's a very, very common problem. And uh, that's probably because they haven't set up a prospect pathway for each member that comes into their group to deliver value, to have a touch point, to see if they need help, and so on and so forth. So yeah, very big difference in regards to seeing them as a follower versus as a real human that's come into what I call you know, your lounge room, your living room, and you have a face-to-face -face conversation with them. I love that. You, you actually already touched on my next question that I wanted to ask, because I think one of the biggest challenges that is kind of on the surface, that's one of the first thing that we see as group owners is that we think it's quite difficult to engage our group, to engage our audience in there. So what would you say are some key steps for an engaged and therefore also more yeah, conversational Facebook group? Totally. Yeah. Uh, a huge one. And got to remember that Facebook is pushing people constantly towards advertising. That's their business model plain and simple. It's like, how can we factor people through the machine to pay for advertising? Paid advertising is great, right? When it works. However, with a group, even though they've been screaming from the rafters that groups are the future and that we want 
to utilize groups moving forward, the reach within groups has, shr has shrunk just like uh, pages shrunk, you know, many, many years ago. So you need to understand the algorithm and something that I share often and, and people often have this light bulb moment is that on Facebook, comments are the currency of Facebook. Okay, so the ability that you can drive people to engage and comment on a post will determine how wide and far that post will reach. And if you understand that core concept for your listeners, if they understand that core concept, then you can go about crafting messages, questions, pieces of content that derive comments. But really what, what it's deriving is conversation because that's what Facebook is designed for. It's for people to have conversation. So when it comes to engagement, you want to, one, look at how you can, you know, this sort of four pieces of content. If I had my iPad here, I'd, I'd draw it out for everyone. But there's four sort of pieces. You know, you want to share value first and foremost within your group. You need to lead with value. Otherwise, people will sort of go, I don't know why I'm in Michael's group. Like, there's no value in here. I'm out. You know, they're not just going to hang around just for the community or the connection sort of piece. So you're going to have to share value. And that might come in the form of uh, a podcast such as this going live into the group or sharing some practical steps and tips or a blog article or an interview okay, or a case study with a client. Those types of things really do provide a ton of value. Secondly, you want to get your members sharing about themselves. As a group owner, it's not just about you. It's about the people inside your group and they love, you know, they love more than anything talking about themselves. So how can you introduce that into your content strategy within your group? Is it questions? Is it in live Q&A? How can you get them sharing their opinions, their ideas, their thoughts, their struggles, et cetera? The final two pieces, uh, once you've provided value, you've had your members sharing about themselves, okay, and engaging and interacting, are pieces that will move your prospects to action by identifying one, what pain points are they feeling right now? So that is the third quadrant. How do you get them to identify what they're going through? or what their aspirations are that they can't bridge the gap to, okay? or what are health goals, you know, fitness goals, wealth goals, relationship goals, help identify where they are right now and where they, they want to be ultimately. Okay, So we're starting to uncover some of those challenges and roadblocks. And then fourth and finally, it's simply the call to actions. What sort of posts or videos will you create that generate your members raising their hands and saying, hey, Michael, I'd love to hear more about that. Can we have a conversation? You know, can you shoot me a DM? I'd love to hear about your program, your mastermind, your group coaching, et cetera. So they're the four pieces, you know, valuable content, pieces of content that get your members to share about themselves, pain-specific content, and then call to action. How do we move our members to take action? That's awesome. I'm learning something here. I'm, I just took notes and I'm probably going to implement that in my next Facebook group that I'm going to have. This is so valuable. Like Ryan, this is awesome. So one thing that I always say to my, to my clients and to my students and everyone who is just like after engagement, we know that it's important to have people engage with you. But after all, comments, likes, followers don't pay the bills. So you mentioned that you have to get people to, uh, to take action with call to action content. But how do we actually make our Facebook group profitable? I know you touched on that in the beginning a little bit, but can you elaborate on that a little bit more? How do we manage that transition from an engaged group to an actual 
profitable group of potential clients. For sure. You know, one thing I'm really, I guess, focused on is, and against, is never having a Facebook group that comes across pushy or salesy or what we call in Australia, douchey, you know, like one where you've been in there and all you ever see is offers and links to go to a landing page to sign up for this or that, you know, that's not the way we teach our clients. Uh, it's never been the way that I've liked being sold to, okay, within groups. And so we go for a completely different tact. We want to build enough value in the group that tips the scale when it comes time to ask people to raise their hands. So there's a few different points that we can do that in. One is on the very front end of the group. Now, you have to think through the process of when a member comes to join your group, how well they know, like, and trust you. You know, Do they know you at all? Let's just say it's a 50-50 split. Someone coming into the group that knows who you are, they've sought out your group and they want to join, and someone who's got no clue as to who Michael is, right? You need to set up your group questions, first of all, to qualify and engage that person in the first question. And then secondly, ask if they'd like to receive more info from you. Now, we find that if you set up these questions right and set up your group right in terms of the perception that it holds coming in and you know your perception online in general, we can achieve an 80 to 90% yes rate from people wanting to hear more about your program and your services. So that's sort of touch point number one. Now, that allows you to generate leads on the front end of your group before people have even seen what's inside. Secondly, once your members are inside, you want to give them an opportunity to soak up some value and then within maybe a welcome post or an announcement post, give them the opportunity to raise their hand on those posts. And that might look as simple as saying, hey, P.S., we helped Michael with his group reach 500 members, generate $50,000 in sales. Would you like to receive the same details that we sent Michael? If so, just comment details below and myself or my team you know, will reach out and get in touch. Okay, so really soft methods to say, hey, if you've received value here and you'd like to hear more, just drop a comment below with this keyword and we'll reach out and get in touch for a chat. Okay, so we like to provide the soft method like this. The other way is by digging a bit within your group. When you make posts that cause people to have conversation, get curious. What I'd recommend to all your listeners is to get curious as to what their prospects are actually saying in those comments. So are they saying that they need help? Or do you need to ask more questions to find out where they are exactly, you know, in a public forum, in your group? And we're not talking about DM or anything private just yet. So if they've said, yeah, my, my goal would be to uh, run a, I'll use three kilometers in like 15 minutes, do five minute a kilometer. You say, fantastic. Well, what are you, you know, running at the moment? They say like 20. Because um, we've got a client that helps female runners run their fastest times, get lean, mean, and shredded like in that process. So you might say, all right, so we need to cut five minutes off. What goal have you currently set to get to that point? They might say, oh, like in, in three months time, I'd like to do that. You might pose the question, cool. Well, what if we could do that in one month? Would you be open to hearing about some ideas that could get you there faster? Absolutely. Now we've got a conversation and we've uncovered where their goal is and then actually brought a, a reality to it based on our coaching, we can say, hey, cool. Do you mind if I shoot you a DM and we can brainstorm on some of those ideas? Yes, perfect. Shooting you a DM now, and now we can have a private conversation about that. Whether you book calls for your coaching program or you sell by chat, you can then handle that via messenger. Is that 
helpful? Does that sort of make sense as, as to sort of how we sell within groups uh, that's soft and not pushy? That is true gold. Honestly, like this is this is a great process. And I feel like once you have that set up step by step, it makes total sense. And it actually builds this genuine relationship with your with your group member. One question that I just that just sparked with me is um, how long usually do you recommend this process to be? Because from what you just said, this could be okay, someone joins the group and 10 minutes later you have them in your DMs. How do how do you recommend like how fast to go? It's so funny. Um, one of our clients, Scott James Andrews, hasn't even launched his group. He joined our program a couple of months ago, hasn't even launched it. And in the first month, did 40K. And he's like, I haven't even had time to launch it because the content outside of the group that I've been creating and the messaging sequences I've been using, thanks to the program, have caused me to have my biggest month ever. And I still need to launch the group. So that's what he's working on right now. I share that to say that you don't necessarily need a group to grow your business on Facebook, right? But if we do come back to a group, that would then say that you can launch a group and have sales within the first day of opening the doors to the group. Okay, so all about that setup. And I mentioned that front-end process with the membership questions, generating leads off the front of that. If your group was brand new, you could then be in sales conversations and have brand new clients uh, by the end of the day, end of the week, and your group would only be one to seven days old. So you can look to build a group, you know, you can look to fill it out with content and members before you start going down that route. But I much prefer the idea that we can generate leads and have conversations with real people and serve them at their highest level to find out if we can help them. And you can do that without too much time at all. Awesome. This is, this is perfect. And I could probably talk with you about Facebook groups for the next three hours, but we have a little bit of a time cap here. So I want to switch gears real quick when we, uh, to wrap this, this podcast episode up, I actually did some digging and I found out that you actually run your business together with your wife. So, um, I thought this was very interesting because I saw that work out quite a few times, but more often than not, it doesn't work. So first how is it to run a business with your designated other? And second, what's your advice for someone who actually considers starting a business with their partner or actually bringing their partner on into the business? Oh man, I love that you've asked this question. It's, I find it such an honor to be able to share sort of our experience. And first and foremost, I love my wife like with everything inside me and like my love for her grows every day. And funnily enough, we're actually having our wedding 2.0 this Sunday. We were married a year ago officially, but that was in the heat of COVID. So there was only a few people there. And so we're having the, the one-year celebration with uh, all of our guests this Sunday. So it's funny that you ask. We have been together uh, just over two years now. And so early on, my, my dream always in searching you know, for my wife was that one day I'd work together with my wife in whatever the business was. You know, Facebook groups won't be a forever thing for us. You know, we will we'll coach people in many different aspects over our lifetime. But for now that's the the vehicle. And so I knew that that would be the case or that's what I desired. And, and she had that desire as well, well and truly before we met. So I think the desire aspect is really crucial. Like do you desire to work with the person that you love or are yet to love? And secondly, we didn't just rush into things to say, hey, we're dating now. You have to work with me and jump in the business. I sought out some great advice from friends who were, you know, married and in business together. And my friend Ben, Ben Adams, he he shared with me that 
to put a, a six-month trial on it with no expectation to come out the other side and say, hey, did this work? Are we enjoying it? Are we not? Uh, and if things are working, then let's move forward. And if they're not, like we don't need to, to beat up on each other. That's just how it is. And so we went through that trial period back in 2019, early 2020, came out the other side loving it. Business had grown. Thankfully, you know, Kaylee's such a, she's such a learner, an avid learner. And so she has really picked up this game because like, really, who wants to talk about Facebook groups, you know, till they're blue in the face, right? And she has absolutely learned the, the skills of the game, the strategies that we use and uh, supports our clients just incredibly. And so now we are past the 18 month mark. I can't give you an exact date working together. I'm not the captain solely of the ship. She brings ideas. She brings vision as well. I understand that we are in, in this together and as a team, and we would not be where we are without her in the business. So that's a huge thing as well that I reflect on as well. If I was doing this solo still, I wouldn't be where I am today without her. So it's having that gratitude. It's having that humility, the understanding, and knowing that we will get frustrated with each other and that we just need to put it on the table, break it down. Maybe we need to uh, have some time come back together and work through it but that is few and far between those moments so i don't know if that's helpful to yourself and your listeners but that's sort of been our journey and how we deal with things no i love it i think that's really helpful to anybody who actually considers going down that route because i think it it is it can be complicated i think you also have to know the difference between business and the actual relationship so no that's that was really helpful ryan if my listeners want to find out more about you, want to more want to find out more about your work, your group, like maybe even to work with you, where can they find out more? Yeah, dude, coming out on Facebook, find me at Ryan Bowles. That's my profile. I've still got plenty of space in my friends list. Come, come add me as a friend and come join our Facebook group called Facebook Group Secrets. And if you are a coach, course creator, or, or wanting to get into that space, come hang out with us. Tons of training and value in there for you. And love to say hi. Awesome. And of course, I'm going to link all the links to Ryan's Facebook, to his Facebook group in the show notes below. Ryan, thank you so much for hopping on to the podcast today. It was really valuable. It was such gold you dropped today. And I hope, I'm pretty sure my listeners um, have action steps now to take to actually grow their Facebook groups as well. Appreciate it, Michael. Thanks for having me.